The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by PrizePix. PrizePix is DFS simplified. Head over to PrizePix.com and use promo code SGP for a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io. That's SoBet.io. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today or just head to BetterFantasy.com SGPN. That's BetterFantasy.com SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. everybody welcome to the hockey gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network i am talon jenkins joined with our host we have joel meyer and ryan gilbert gentlemen how the hell are we doing tonight we're doing okay here you know it's disappointing not having any any hockey to watch a bunch of games postponed can't uh, pause for the season because of covid but you know it's a holiday season we're still gonna bring you some content here so we got a, got a nice podcast for you yeah frustrating times everything going on but like ryan said it's holiday season you know christmas coming up and there's lots of other stuff going on so it's uh if if we're gonna miss some hockey this is the right time to do it yeah it's fair it's been bad news after bad news all the way around this league but uh hell what can you do we're still gonna make the best of it we're gonna talk about some good stuff we got a little bit lined up here as far as show plans so we'll get to that in a bit uh before we do though uh, by all means, everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be if you're looking to win some money. Like I always say, college basketball, basketball, hockey, you know, NFL, college football is rounding up. But we still probably have a couple bowl games left before this show comes out. So by all means, that's uh, still accountable. Maybe not so much hockey right now because the whole goddamn league got postponed. But there's still lots of good stuff there. So head over to the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Uh, as well, as always, shout out to all of our friends in the Sports Gambling Podcast Network Slack group. That's the place to be. Live bets, just talking, shooting the shit, you know, whatever it could be, especially with the World Juniors coming up. I'm sure we'll be having lots of fun there. So go check out the Slack group. That's the place to be. Yeah, shout out to uh, Go Bearcats in the Slack, Slack group. Hopefully uh, you get better soon, bud. Hopefully you can get back to listen to the podcast. We can all, all, all talk some good, uh, good hockey in the Slack there. And if you're listening to us, please consider subscribing. Subscribe to us on the Hockey Gambling Podcast feed. You can go to sg.pn slash hockey for Apple or sg.pn slash hockey s for Spotify. So go ahead there, subscribe, and leave us a rating and review. 
All right, guys. Well, we'll uh, we'll jump right into you know just some news around the world of hockey. Not even the league because it's been such a shit show the past couple uh, couple days and weeks here. Let's start things off with the unfortunate news coming out that NHL players will not be participating in the Olympic Games. That's such a bummer. I was looking forward to this. When was the last time they played? Like 2014? Yeah. Fuck. I was so excited for this. I think the entire league was players, fans, everything. It's uh, it's pretty disappointing. Obviously, nobody wants to have to quarantine in China for five weeks or whatever it may be if you do get COVID. So I understand why the players don't want to go. But uh, yeah, still a bit heartbreaking, no? Yeah, I think it's it still should have been left up to individual case by case for the players because you know some of those players are definitely going to want to be going and i don't know if that's a breach of contract or what's going to happen if they're going to have to give up some money for that if they do end up gone or even if they're just not, legally might not be allowed to it just it sucks for that like you said it was 2014 the last time they went they couldn't go in 2018 and now 2022 it, it was all all scheduled to go and now covid paused the seasons so they have to reschedule some games and it. It, it just sucks yeah, the owners, the league, the media, everyone wanted the thing to be canceled, and they got what they wanted. Uh, like Ryan said, it should have been left up to the individuals, but that's not how it really works in NHLPA, unfortunately. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's funny how, um, you know, you get the the minor leaguers and the kids, they have to go now instead, right? I mean, they're going to get a chance to go, and they'll have a blast, I'm sure, playing for the country. But uh, everyone else will be stuck at home. But it'll still be fun. Watched the Olympics uh, hockey. Uh, it was fun in uh, in Korea there. The last one that, that was a good one with the <laughs> the Germans. My Germans had a good run, almost <laughs> won the gold. Uh, so maybe they get a better chance at least uh, without the the big Canadian, Russian, American superstars playing. So yeah, I'm looking I'm looking on the bright side, I guess. But yeah, it's it's still super disappointing. Yeah, from a gambling point of view. Uh... We were talking before the show. It seems like most books have closed Olympic betting for the time being. Uh, as soon as they do open, get in on Russia. That's got to be the play right there, whatever the hell the odds are. Yeah, Russia has to be the huge favorite. I think there were like plus 300 or plus 350 before the news, and I wanted to bet on them, and I kept waiting, and I didn't do it. And now they're going to be probably plus 150, if not minus 150, just because they're going to have – like Talon said before the show, we're talking. We, the KHL All Star team is going to be there, but you know what? This gives a chance for, for like Joel said, the Miracle on Ice 2.0 for uh, some uh, <laughs> some ju- junior guys go down there, maybe some some retired guys kind of band together and kind of go into there and and win it all. Why couldn't Why couldn't COVID take the All Star game? Right? <laughs> it's like uh, you know in Greek mythology, King Aegeus he sacrificed his daughters so that uh, everyone could live peacefully. We can sacrifice the All Star game. Just uh, <laughs> give us Olympics and give us this damn NHL season. Come on. <laughs> oh, Gary Batman, I'm surprised he even canceled it for Christ's sakes. That's wild. <laughs> now, from a from a player point of view, though, it does suck. Like think of a guy like Steven Stamkos. This is a future Hall of Fame player. He's got the Stanley Cup rings. He's got the World Juniors. He has all you know goal stats, all that cool shit. This guy's never played at the Olympics Games. And this is, you know, who knows what will be in four years. This is probably his last chance to have done it, right? So it's just one of those things you think about. You'll be looking back on 20 years and looking at Steven Stamkos' record, his awards, all this, and be like, hey, he never had an Olympic gold medal. What the hell happened there? The guy never got a chance to go. Don't forget uh, Brad Marsh, too. Yep. And uh, Claude Giroux, who probably should have won in 2014, but... I think Chris Kunitz made the team instead of him because he has chemistry with Sidney Crosby or some bullshit. So, you know, a, bu- a bunch of a bunch of good players aren't going to get a chance to go. There was some speculation that they may try to push back to 
to next year, like to push back the summer games. But I don't know if they'll do that just for the NHL and just for hockey. Maybe if cases do keep rising and they, because there's not going to be fans there. So maybe they will try to push it back. But it, at this point, it seems like inevitable less than a month and a half to start. They kind of have to have to do it. Now, I did hear a good point today. Um, I was listening to Overdrive and it was uh, Jamie McLennan. He brought up a pretty interesting point. What if, you know, Ryan, you might not care so much about this, but what if Hockey Canada just released a list of who was going to make their team? Obviously, it wouldn't be that important to a guy like McDavid or Crosby or like your Sherlock's. But if you're a guy that was on the bubble, like, say, an Andrew Mangiapani or something like that, and you're breaking out this year, you're in discussions or maybe even a Zach Hyman, and you're like, hey, we made this team. You, you'll be able to tell your family, be able to tell your kids all the shit. Even though I didn't get to go, technically I was supposed to be an Olympian, right? So it it could be kind of cool. They could do an all-time troll job and be like, yeah, we were taking fucking Tom Wilson instead of Mitch Marner or something like that. Just piss off Leaf fans around the world, right? But I don't know. I, I would like to see something like that just for the guys that maybe were on the bubble and you know would have been able to go and say that they were an Olympian. Nah, yeah. that's that's just the ultimate cockies, isn't it? Yeah, that's just that's that's a double-edged sword. There, having players be like, "Oh yeah, I would have went if, but I couldn't have gone." So, it's like it's like an honorary degree from somewhere. Like you you didn't yeah. you didn't do it. So like it's 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 a great idea. I mean, I'm sure everyone out there, all the experts are going to release like, "Oh, here's who I would have had on Team Canada," just to get all all the discussion and all the clicks going. And and who knows? Maybe if this pause lasts longer, maybe we'll do something like that. But I feel like Team Canada making like an official release of that is probably not going to happen. I don't know if it would even be a good idea. They would just do that to piss off Drew Doughty because he wouldn't be on it. <laughs> Fair enough, boys. Well, what else have we had going around uh, league news so far lately? Well, Joel uh, said before, Paul Maurice uh, <laughs> stepped, stepped down from Winnipeg. Yeah, uh, that's a surprising one because, you know, the Jets, they weren't going to fire him anytime soon. They're still a decent team. Uh, but like he said, he needed a. The boys needed a new voice in the locker room, and he knew he knows his team better than anyone. And if he thinks that a, a new voice will get them further than he can, then uh, that's probably the right call. Um, it's still a, a bit of a shock, you know. You usually see teams at the bottom of the league firing coaches, but they're right there. They're right uh, in the wild card spot or thereabouts. Um, so we'll see if they get that uh, dead coach bounce and push forward but yeah it's it was still very surprising uh yeah uh the jets i think are uh, a really good team they need to fix their back end and we'll see if this this new coach they bring in can can fix that a funny thing that came out from that was that paul maurice said he and uh pete DeBoer had like they grew up like coaching together they came coaches and he texted pete DeBoer that he won the race to getting out of coaching just to enjoy his life so i'm saying it now golden knights are winning the stanley cup pete DeBoer is going to get the last laugh he's gonna be like i won i'm sure i'm sure you agree talent yeah i was gonna say i'll fucking take that bet any day of the week but you name the odds i'm in All right, fellas. Well, uh, we don't have the Olympics that we were talking about, but we do have another tournament coming up, a national tournament here, kicking off in a couple of days, actually. We have the Under-20 World Junior Hockey Tournament here. Double IHF World Juniors, it's always a big deal in Canada. Ryan, you may be able to preach to it in America. I mentioned over the past couple of years, it's probably grown a little bit there with a couple of recent wins, eh? 
Yeah, people down here love to give uh, give the Northerners up there shit about Team USA winning recently, a lot recently, and I feel like we know it's it's uh it's always going to be a be a battle there, but we're 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 getting a lot better. I saw a tweet today, I forget from who, was showing like that maybe when we go to the Olympics next, USA may have the advantage because everyone drafted like from like 2016 to 2020. There's a lot better American players than Canadian players. So yeah, it's it's turning the tide here. Yeah, a lot of testament to the United States National Development Program. They've been pumping out studs over the past mm-hmm. five, ten years or so. And just looking through the odds for the tournament, guys, right now where they currently stand, it looks like Canada's playing off, looks like plus 150, USA plus 350, uh, Russia plus 400, Finland plus 600. I love that. A lot of these prospects on Finland. I might have to go with uh, go with my Finnish boys. Uh, Team Sweden plus 700. And that's pretty much all it goes as far as relevance. Not going to jump into Czech Republic, Slovakia, Switzerland, Germany, or Austria. What else do we got here, fellas? <laughs> I mean, team, team, you said Team USA has been winning recently, and this year they have they have a few high draft picks. They got the fourth overall pick, Luke Hughes, fifth overall pick, Jake Sanderson, both both on defensemen there. Also, Matthew Bernier's it's a second overall pick for Seattle this year. So there's some guys there that USA maybe could could keep this thing going after after Flyers prospects uh, Cam York captained the uh, Team USA last year. So. There's still a chance there for USA. I mean, I mean, Canada is the favorite, like you said, as they probably should be. But you never know. Anything can happen. You guys remember when the Americans brought up the trash can onto the ice after uh, <laughs> they beat Canada in the gold medal game or whatever you call it? Well, Canada's going back for revenge this year. Uh, that's that's the ultimate motivating factor. And they've got a stacked team, as always. And they got a bunch of top 10 picks. Uh, we got Connor Bedard, who's supposed to be the next Crosby, next McDavid. He's he's coming up. He's, I think, 7th or 8th, 8th, 16-year-old uh, to make the team. So that, that's pretty nuts. Um, we also have Cole Perfetti. We talked about the Jets. He's a very good prospect for them. And uh, the number one pick next year, too, Shane Wright. He was center. Uh, Canada's stacked, as always. Uh, and on the on the blue line, too, they got uh, Owen Power, who was the number one pick this year out of the Sabres. So, I mean, <laughs> you can't go anywhere on this team without looking at first, second-round picks. So this team is stacked, as always. I made a bet, plus 150 for Canada. I can't go anywhere else just because of how stacked this team is. Although Russia, if if Russia gets the goaltender from Askarov, he's played in uh, the two prior tournaments. He was pretty good in the, the round-robin games, but he, he kind of fell apart in the knockout stages last year. But if he keeps it going, Russia has got a pretty good team too. I know we, we hear a lot of shit about Russia not taking the North American team players. <laughs> they have to play in Russia. Oh, big deal. So what? So they want to play guys who play at home. And that That's their prerogative. Um, Russia could be a dangerous squad if they get the goaltending. And after that, it, yeah, you know, Sweden, Finland, they always got good, solid teams no matter what the year. Like, they're just right there in the mix, but uh, when you just look at the top end, ta- top end talent of Canada, you, you can only look that way. No, I'm glad you brought up that Russian point too. I, I was going at it with a couple of nerds online on Twitter, just saying that oh, you know, it's brutal that Russia's only taking players playing in Russia and all this stuff. They're not taking anybody playing in the CHL and all this. Get the fuck out of here, all right? Everybody forgets that the MHL, which is essentially the junior league in Russia. It's a good goddamn developmental league. Look at guys like Vasilevsky, Panarin, fucking 
drawing a blank on his name right now. What's Buddy in Minnesota, the Russian that's unreal, won the Calder last year? Kaprizov. Kaprizov, yeah. All these guys didn't play a single fucking game in North America. They all developed in the MHL, stepped up into the KHL after that. These are all probably future all-stars, let's face it, right? Like, these are unreal players. So give your head a shake. I get it. You're upset because they're not taking many players that maybe you saw playing for your fucking hometown Sarnia Sting or something lame <laughs> like that. But come on. Team Canada, we, Joel and I were talking about this earlier. Canada plays favorites all the time to players that go over to the Spangler Cup or play in the World Cup of Hockey and all this kind of shit. It is what it is, right? Like I, I kind of respect it even a little bit more, to be honest. Yeah, because also those guys have a lot more chemistry together, knowing each other, playing in the same league and all that. There's something to be said for that, too, rather than just picking and choosing guys from all over the world. Mm-hmm. Especially in the, the developmental years as a teen, right? Like That's when you build those awesome bonds. College football's championship weekend is behind us, but bowl season is almost upon us. And there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet for tickets to see your favorite team play in their bowl game this winter. Because TickPick... That's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all tickets for not only bowl games, but hockey, NFL, concerts, NBA, and more. There's plenty of bowl games coming up, but there's plenty of hockey games coming up as well. There's some Flyers games I'm looking to go to. I'm going to be checking out TickPick for those tickets there. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that the other ticket sites charge. That lets them guarantee the best prices on all of their tickets. If you don't believe it, you can find better. If you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. So visit TickPick today at TickPick.com/sgp. That's TickPick.com/sgp. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. WinBet has some brand new bonuses. New users can bet $1 and win $100 on any sport. Plus, you can get up to $1,500 as a free bet on WinBet if you make a first deposit of $20 or more. Whatever your first wager is, WinBet will match it 200%. For example, if you bet $100, you'll get a $200 free bet. The max wager match is $750 for a $1,500 match. Why not use some of those bonuses to bet on our mortal locks this week? Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. Have you heard about Price Picks? Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this and I know you will too. PricePix has the best NHL DFS prop game on the market. They offer more NHL props than any other DFS prop operator and offers all the superstar players as well as the bottom six grinders. They offer any prop you can think of, from shots to goals and everything in between. You can pick two to five players and an over-under on their projections to win up to ten times on any entry, and it's just you against the projected numbers. 
they allow mixed board entries as well. So you can take the over on a Connor McDavid prop combined with the under on a LeBron James prop in the same entry. You can use the, the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. And PrizePix is safe and offers fast withdrawals. So don't hesitate. Check out prizepix.com and use promo code SGP to get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Or go to your app store and download the app today. PrizePix is daily fantasy made easy. All right, gentlemen. Well, that's a, that's a decent... You know what? As far as like NHL news and stuff, all we could tell you guys is that half the league has been placed on COVID. We can't COVID protocols. We can't go through every player on every team. Pretty much every team at this point is absolutely pooched, but it is what it is. What we thought would be fun, though, is if we jumped in and uh, retouched on some of our future predictions. So I don't know how you fellas want to do this here, but we uh we got a couple. Let's just go like uh, division by division here. We got see who who we like, who's who's surprising, who's disappointing, what what we could see happening. Not even the second half here. We're not even a third. What are we like a third of the way into the season? So still still plenty of time to go for these teams to either regress or turn it around. All right. So maybe we'll go through each division. We'll go one team that we do kind of like and one team that we're surprised isn't really doing too well here. All right, Ryan, start us off with the Atlantic, bud. The Atlantic division, I mean, it's it's kind of gone as planned here with this Tampa Toronto at the top. You got you got Florida right there with them. But I mean, the one team that's surprising, I feel, I feel like we're all gonna say it is is the Red Wings. They're point they're 33 points in 31 games, currently holding a wild card spot, even though the Bruins are right on their tails with five games in hand. So and Boston Thunder team is gonna surprise too. It's Atlantic's kind of going how we thought, just with Detroit somehow is over 500 despite having a negative 16 goal differential I'm just seeing now. So maybe that's a team to kind of start fading in the uh, the second half as as the league resumes in the coming weeks. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, I probably started fading Detroit too early, but, you know, they're going to fade just like uh, the good old Arizona Cardinals in the NFL. You know, finally that's paying off, fading that dumbass <laughs> fraudulent team. Same thing's going to happen here to Detroit. Ah, man, Boston, I think I picked them to win this division, you know, as long odds, 5-1, to one, I think it was. But they've had a rough start to the season. They've had a very tough schedule. They've played a lot of good teams. Um, it's kind of been like a zigzag thing with them. You know, they win one, they lose one, they win one, they lose one. But uh, they all find a way in the playoffs. No worries there. Yeah, Montreal's just a shit show. We kind of <laughs> saw that coming. <laughs> uh, that team's not built to compete right now. Florida, I think they were everyone's like uh, everyone's a dark horse, right? This year, um, they went from twenty-two to one favorites or twenty-two to one odds down to what eight, nine to one now. So they're on the rise, and yeah, just look at Toronto go before they fall on their face in the first round. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Let me step right in, boys. All right, the one team that I'm least surprised about in this division is the goddamn Toronto Maple Leafs. Let's face it. They're all-stars. We knew they're going to be great. They're kicking ass. They're, looks like, two points behind Tampa. Both teams have played 30 games. That's a, that could be a, that could be a pick That could be a toss-up. You know, there's still, what do we got, 52 games it, scheduled to play this year. Who knows if they'll get through all 52, but it's going to be a tight battle for, uh, for that first-place seed in the Atlantic. As far as a surprising team goes, Maybe I'm still bitter. Maybe I'm just doing this to rub it in the uh, rub it in the face of a certain fan base here. 
the Montreal fucking Canadiens at the bottom. They got 17 points through 31 games. This is abysmal. Move this team out of Canada. Get rid of them. All these Habs fans can go fuck right off. Maybe that's going a bit too far. They're not going anywhere ever. But still, it's uh, it, it, after that uh, after that upset that we had last year, it's good to see Montreal sitting towards the bottom. I don't know. I I kind of want Detroit to be the real deal. I know they're not going to be the real deal. Obviously, Florida's going to finish ahead of them. Obviously, Boston's going to finish ahead of them. The Metro division is too good. Detroit's not going to make the playoffs. They're not going to sneak into a wild card spot. But you never know, man. It was uh, it was fun to see the start they had this year. And speaking of fun starts, obviously, it's no surprise that Buffalo has tailed off from their hot streak they started at the beginning of the season with. A mid-season bet here that I think that that, uh, that Joel might like is is the Boston. Bruins to win the division at, at plus 2,000. I feel like they're 14 points out. They have four games in hand. They haven't really hit their stride in any kind of category yet. They're 7-5-1 at home, 7-5-1 away. But according to Money Puck, their goal differential above expected, they have 10 less goal differential than is what they should be doing. So if they get that regression, if they get maybe Tuka Rask back, it's solid goaltending. They know how to do it. They have the veterans. I haven't believed in them this season so far, but at plus 2,000, I feel like that might be a decent price for them at, at this point. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I've been betting Boston like 80% of the time this year. <laughs> but they get the, the horrible goal thing. That's what that's mm-hmm. what's on the downfall right now. Like, they, they bully teams five on five. They're such a good puck possession team. Um, they've had some bad luck the last couple of weeks with uh, Marshan, Bergeron, at the, the COVID stuff and all that. But... Yeah, uh, the goaltending's been their issue. If they get two Karas back, it's 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 good value to pick up uh, Boston bets at this point. Even uh, Cup Futures right now, you'll get a better price than what I got at seventeen to one or whatever it was. Leafs are gonna end up playing the Bruins in the first round again, aren't we? And you're gonna oh, lose. Oh, that'll be fun. oh fuck! <laughs> it's gonna be a second and third. I guarantee it. That's gonna yeah. suck so much. I can't handle it. I'm gonna pull my hair out. Watch Look Toronto up. win the win the. Win the East in the the regular season, then you'll play Boston as an eight seed. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man! I, honestly, I can't handle another Bruins Leaf series because you know we're gonna lose in the first round, and if that's the case, I'm gonna have to go dark here for like two years. I don't fucking know. <laughs> uh, all right, gentlemen. Anything else you guys want to add to that? Uh, the Atlantic Division, or is that pretty much cover it? Sense, sense. Uh, good money log do- money line dog team. They've been cashing money for me the last two, three weeks. Uh, hopefully their momentum keeps going in the second half of the season here after everyone gets healthy. Uh, yeah, huge money long wins in the past few weeks against good teams too. Joel's coming over to the dark side, baby. Let's go. All right, fellas, we'll move into the Metropolitan Division here. I'll run through, uh, through a quick base of the odds. Looks like Hurricanes to win the division are paying off. Plus 150, Washington plus 220 rangers plus 350 uh pittsburgh plus 400 my hometown i don't know why i said hometown my boys the columbus blue jackets paying off 51 to 1 uh the devils 81 to 1 the islanders 81 to 1 and of course none other than ryan's very own philadelphia flyers again paying off 81 to 1 to win the division boys what do you think about the metropolitan right now how are the Blue Jackets that high compared to the Islanders and Flyers? How? Are you, are you trolling right now? Like, is I, I don't, I don't, I don't get that. They get dynasty points, bud. Just Elvis Leakins just saying, nope, shutting the fucking door. All you guys can eat my ass. We're better than the Devils. 
we're better than the Islanders. We're better than the Flyers. Okay, I guess so. But on those odds, given the fucking Islanders 88 to 1, they're going to. 15-game winning streak and get right back in it with fucking Barry Trotz winning one nothing, 2-1 games, all that bullshit they do. There's no way. They're they're like 20 points out of a playoff spot right now. Yeah, they're, they're too far back for that. But, like, having Columbus that high, I, w- I would rather take the Flyers at 88-1 to than Columbus at whatever they're at. Yeah, Islanders need a big reset button, which is uh, good because that's what this break will give them. They've had a very rough start of the season. Bit of bad luck, bit of bad play, but uh, I think this break will be good for them, and they can uh, come out strong in the second half of the season. Or uh, what else we got here? Pittsburgh kind of uh, didn't like them to start the season. They've been very different this year. Like gone are the days of four, three, five, four wins for the Penguins. It's all about two, one, three, one, four nil wins. It's all about uh, Tristan Jari. Like that's just say good goaltending. Yeah, he's been nuts, and they've kind of played differently this year too. They've been more, much more defensive. Uh, uh, yeah, they're not they're not about the the high scoring games, but yeah, I think we're all on the Hurricanes to start the year, so we can all pat ourselves on the back on that one because uh, they're looking as hot as ever. Capitals are also kind of a big surprise, you know, that old team. Mm-hmm. They're still trucking along. Ovechkin's going for that scoring record. Uh, so at this point, I don't, I don't know if I have anything to add here. You know, I'm just going to write out my Hurricanes bet. Uh, watch for Columbus to fade. I know you don't like that talent, but Columbus, <laughs> they'll fade. Uh, I don't mind betting against Columbus in the in the coming months here. Uh, Philly might get hot too. You know, we'll see who the how the new coach gets me going. But yeah, that's where I'm at right now. If for me, I think it's the Rangers as a team that's kind of yeah. been, been most surprising. I expect them to be good. I expect them to kind of be in, in that four or five range, not quite at the at the seventy point percentage they're at right now. Even without Shosturkin, Shosturkin's been been hurt the past past few weeks, so they've been they've been playing good hockey there. Adam Fox playing Norris level hockey. They got Panarin, Zibanejad up front. Like they kind of got they got all the pieces there. It's just I feel like they're maybe a team to to fade a little bit. I feel like they still make the playoffs. Obviously, my Flyers. I feel like they're gonna they're gonna come back. They, they had a ten game losing streak against some of the best teams in the league. They're gonna get a nice reset here, have a nice easy schedule, get some wins under their belt, get back in it. And the Isles, I I really don't know what to make of them. I feel like they're gonna start winning at some point. Hopefully, this is their big reset button for them. We can start getting some value on them. But as of now, they're they're just really bad. Yeah, if you're a, if you're a hedging person, I'm not really a hedger, but. The Rangers would be a good bet to win the division if you already have a Carolina ticket because uh, I think one of those two teams are going to win it for sure. Well, not for sure, for sure, but pretty sure. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I was about to say the same thing, man. We uh, we all expected Carolina to start the actual season. I think we even noted that. Um, We said New York was going to be good. I think we even said give it maybe a year or two. Well, apparently not. Apparently they're ready to rock and roll this year. Uh, Ryan brought up a great point, too. Without Shosturkin, they've still been pretty solid. So that's that's not a bad play on New York, especially if you do already have a Carolina ticket as well. Um, Washington looks good, man. Fuck, we can't rule out Ovechkin. Anytime you try to think, you know, maybe he's going to step back. Maybe he's going to take a step away this year. Nope. Guy's still on pace to lead the entire league in goals or something crazy like that eventually. So 
it's Alexander Ovechkin. I don't want to say he's carrying the team because there's still lots of great talent there. Look at Backstrom. Look at Oshie. Still lots of good guys. My boy Tom Wilson just crushing kids and pissing off nerds on Twitter. Love me some Tom Wilson. <laughs> oh, <dear>. um, <laughs> but Washington's good, man. And, you know, who knows? Even uh, it's, it's probably a long shot. We'll get into it later maybe. But even potentially sprinkle the Caps to win a cup? Maybe. Can Do they have the goaltending to do it? I don't think they do. But depending what the odds are, it might not be a bad bet as well. I think the biggest surprise, and obviously this, it's not really fair because it's all been COVID-related and stuff. Nobody saw the Islanders, you know, sitting at the bottom of the league where they are currently, or not league of the bottom of the division with 22 points in 26 games. It's not their fault. Like we said, they've had COVID troubles the entire year. They've had injury troubles when they haven't had COVID. 13-game road trip. Exactly. Kicked off the season with a 13-game road trip. Weren't able to win at home for, what was it, five games in a row in that new state. It just seems like... You know, anything that could have gone wrong has gone wrong for the folks down on the island there. But when you think about it like this, they're they're not a bad team. Like they could just have simple as a bounce back year and be set and is adding a, you know, potentially top five draft pick to this core foundation a bad idea at this point. Maybe ride out the losing season for the Islanders and just bolster your depth. I'm sure fans don't want to hear that, especially with the new arena. They want to win now. Might not be in the cards, man. Maybe finishing a bit closer to the bottom and a, a glorified tank, if you will. Dignified tank isn't the worst thing on the island. I don't know if That's the Islanders are a, good, are a good team, though. Like The past two years, they, they've made it deep in the playoffs, but that's just because playoff hockey is different, and Barry Trotz has that coaching style. But like if you think of their roster, they have Barzell, and then who else do they have? Wallstrom's coming up, Andrews Lee. Like Who's their... Josh Bailey. I guess, but like... Maybe it's just finally catching up to them and they're, they're regressing a bit. And also going back to the Rangers, we said it might be a year or two, but their young guys aren't the ones that are contributing. The Frenier only has eight points in 30 games. Chadle has seven and 26. Like it's just, it's just goaltending and, and the guys that have been producing doing that for them. Yeah. With the Islanders, it's more about the team unit. You know, it's like the, the sum is greater than the, or the, the whole mm-hmm. is greater than some of the parts. That's what the Islanders are about. Uh, missing. Is it Pulak injured or Pelik? I was getting too confused. I think it's Pulak. <laughs> yeah, Pulak. Missing him has been huge for yeah. them. That that's why they've struggled the last, uh, you know, whatever it was, last stretch of the season. There, uh, I think that they are a good team. It's just a matter of uh, putting it all together again. You know, they, they got to build that that foundation again. Um, yeah, it, it's they don't have players that can just like take over a game, right? It's got to be the whole team pulling together. And once they find that, they they can go on a run, but. As of now, it's looking pretty bleak. PropSwap is America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. You can find the best odds in the country because you're buying directly from other bettors. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. Sellers across the country list their sports bets for sale, and thousands of buyers visit PropSwap every day to find the best odds on futures, props, and parlays. The average PropSwapper makes $500 a month just buying and selling sports bets on PropSwap. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. We're brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the matchups. You can cash out for gift cards when your bets hit and even help raise money for charity along the way. It's a brand new company looking to grow their early adopter community. It's a slick app and it's fun to use. One of the reasons we love it is they also offer prop betting. 
So if you're in a state that hasn't legalized gambling yet, you can get in on some prop bets on Better Fantasy. It's totally free to play. Download today for iPhone and Android. Check them out today at betterfantasy.com SGPN. That's B-E-T-T-O-R fantasy.com SGPN. All right. That pretty much covers up the uh, Metropolitan gentlemen. unless there's anything else you want to throw in here. We'll move down to the Central Division. Um, no surprise here when we're looking at odds. Looks like Colorado's paying off. Minus 170 or so. Yeah, that's exactly what we got. Minus 170 to win the division. Shocker. I think we all saw that one coming. Uh, Minnesota Wild at plus 300. Looks like St. Louis at plus 500. Nashville paying off 11 to 1. Dallas 29 to 1. Winnipeg 34 to 1. Chicago Blackhawks 351 to 1. And of course, the place to put your fucking money, because I don't know about you boys, but I'm smelling a heater out in the desert. The Arizona Coyotes paying off 501 to win the fucking division. <laughs> Gentlemen, what do we think about the Central? I mean, as we expected, the Abs are at the top, but also the Wild have been very surprising this season. We didn't really know what to make of them. Maybe that's kind of some home cooking there. They're 10-2-1 at home. Maybe that'll kind of regress a bit. Same with the Blues. They're 11-3-2 at home and only 500 on the road, so that could regress. But the Abs, the, 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 no, I'm looking over the team right now. The Predators. I had, I thought they had no chance to make the playoffs. Right. They have 39 points in 30 games. Like they're, They look like they're for real. I don't know how. They've won seven in a row. I don't know how 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 the Predators are for real right now. UC Saros, that's it. He's been playing unreal lately, but that's all they have. Yeah, and it, it's yeah, crazy yeah. how how good the Avs have been with all their injuries, and I'm sure Joel can speak to that. Yeah, it's it's funny. Every time that we go on a streak, something bad happens, right? We like, <laughs> finally get all the guys together, then the fucking league shuts down. Um, <laughs> uh, we won seven of the last ten games there. Uh, and we lost McCarr and a few guys in that game against uh, who did we play? Uh, the, the Predators. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, yeah, that 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 was that was a bad game. I mean, teams players missing both sides. It's just been crazy the last two weeks. But point is, the Avs wants to get rolling, wants to get it healthy. They they can dominate any team in the league. Uh, it's just a matter of getting all the guys on the ice at the same time. But uh, at that price, it's a little prohibitive, especially with how good Minnesota's played. I think that Minnesota, at, what was it, three to one? You said uh, four to one. Four to one. Oh yeah, I th- I think that's a decent bet actually, because uh, the Avs they always have like these little slumps during the year. They can't just maintain that consistency throughout the whole season. Uh, they'll have another slump. Some guys will go down. Have a horrible injury history. Uh, Eric Johnson, though, speaking of injury history, he's he's been. Uh, He's been a huge uh, light in the dark there because he's always injured, but he's been awesome this year. Uh, looking elsewhere, uh, we figured that Dallas would be on the fringes, but a good cup team, a good cup bet. I don't know what the odds are right now, but I'm sure they're around the same that they were to start the season, around 30 to 40 to 1. I think that's good there because they, they, no one's going to want to play Dallas in the first round of the playoffs, let me tell you. All those old guys, good goaltending. Solid conservative coach there, Rick Bonus. Um, big heavy hitting team. They're going to punish you. Uh, Winnipeg, we talked a bit about them. Same thing for them, actually. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't really like Nashville and St. Louis going forward. I just don't see the they, them having the talent uh, necessary uh, across the roster to go on a cup run. Um, yeah, Minnesota to win the division would be good. 
Colorado, if you want to, if, if Colorado is healthy all year long, they're going to win the division, but I, I don't believe that's going to be the case. So yeah, it, it's too risky laying the minus 170. So four to one in Minnesota would be my bet here. And just, yeah, watch out for the, the desert dogs there. Um, you know, they can catch a team <laughs> looking past them. That's about all I can oh. say about them. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if you don't mind having your money tied up and you have multiple books, you could get the abs at minus 170 and the wild at plus 400. Just kind of like ride that out. And maybe if the blues go on a run, add them in. But it looks like it's going to be either the abs and the abs should win it. And then the wild are like the one team that, that could take it for them if they keep getting hit with injuries. Yeah, that's pretty much it right there, guys. I'm, if I had to pick one, though, just, you know, for bang for your buck, I like Minnesota. They've had the goaltending this year. You said earlier they have played well at home. And offensively, they're putting up some good numbers, too. So Minnesota playing off 4-1 to one or plus 300, that's uh, that's not a bad pick right there. With that being said, I don't think anybody would be surprised to see Colorado run away with this division. Uh, we, You guys brought it up earlier. Team that caught me off guard. None of us saw, uh, saw Nashville playing this well. And maybe it's just a case of a team got hot, you know, a little bit earlier in the season. They're Like we said, they're on a seven-game winning streak. They've won eight of their last ten. That helps to cause. Will they regress coming back once the league does start kicking it off? I don't think anybody would be surprised to see them fall off a little bit. But who knows? And fuck St. Louis. What's Jordan Bennington going to fake punch his way to the Stanley Cup? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't like uh, I don't like the Blues that much as much as uh, a lot of other people have seen online do and paying off uh, plus five hundred. I think that's just a waste of money, truth be told. But hey, if you want to bet them, by all means, go and bet them, Blues fans. Do you guys think if do you guys think, think Winnipeg, Dallas, or neither will will make the playoffs? Neither. 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 Well, at least Fuck one Winnipeg. of them. At least one of them. Will make so it. It, it would have to be. I guess maybe one of them could sneak in still for the third like spot of the division. Because like number one and two are going to be Colorado, Minnesota, either order. Maybe one of them sneaks into the third spot, but do you see them making a wild card? I guess so. Yeah, Pacific's not even that great either, right? So Yeah, they're not. I'm, I'm looking at, at Nashville to potentially miss the playoffs. That's at plus 270. Like, I don't know. There's still 50 games to go if they play... They're 52 games to go for them if they play the full 82. That's that's plenty of time for them to fall off, especially for a team that has won seven straight. Mm-hmm. There could be value uh, there. I can, yeah, I vote for that. I'm sticking with none of them. After what that asshole Mark Scheifele <laughs> said about my Leafs and that fucking game that we had against them <laughs> earlier in the month, fuck the Jets and Dallas Stars are boring, so I don't want to see them make the playoffs. So I'm going with none of them. I'm saying it's going to be Minnesota, Nashville, St. Louis, Colorado and anaheim calgary edmonton and la because fuck vegas and fuck winnipeg (laughs) 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 all right boys speaking of that let's jump into the pacific here eh what do we got let me pull up the odds that's the sound of pulling up the odds do 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 i guess you're huge favorites (laughs) <laughs> they are to uh, win the division. It looks like Knights are sitting at plus one ten. Uh, Flames plus two fifty. The Oilers at plus three hundred. Uh, the Sports Gambling Podcast Network Anaheim Ducks at plus five hundred. The Kings are thirty four to one. Sharks paying off fifty one to one. Vancouver Canucks at sixty one to one. And the Seattle go fuck themselves. Kraken at two hundred and one to one. What do we think about the Pacific boys? I thought I the Knights would be a lot more favorite than that. Plus 110. 
that that's a that's a pretty good price if you ask me. I think that they're they're rolling right now. You know, they're getting Jack Eichel too uh, in a month or two. Um, you know, they'll they'll have to lose a piece or two to make him fit under the cap. But uh, yeah, on first glance, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm surprised that that's a there's a plus in front of that number there. Yeah, because they're tied with Anaheim in second right now for point percentage. They're behind Calgary, but Calgary is going to fall off. Vegas has had plenty of injuries. They've had Pacioretty out. They had Stone out. They don't have Eichel yet. So yeah, Vegas at plus odds seems like a lot of a lot of that's a great bet right there. I feel like. All things considered, this is a tight division. You got ten points separating the first and seventh place teams. So the obviously there's certain teams that we think are better and certain ones aren't. I don't think anyone's expecting to see San Jose or Vancouver sneak into the playoffs, but you never know with the Brudro kick. Maybe the Sharks or as rather the Canucks go on a bit of a run here. It's this division's a lot tighter than I thought we were gonna or than we thought it was going to be. Bruce gonna give it to you, baby, you know? I mean <laughs> <laughs> all, th- all three California teams are doing surprisingly well, even with the Kings and San Jose kind of outside of the playoffs, and they probably won't make it. But, I mean, like you said, the, the Hockey Gambling Podcast docs, they're very surprising this season. you got Gibson and Stolarz as a good tandem in net. I still feel like they could definitely fall out with, with Edmonton. Edmonton had a bit of a slide. They're, they're going to find their offense. They're going to they're gonna get back at it. I feel like this could be finally the year where – they trade for someone to, to give McDavid that piece for the playoffs. But the, the Ducks are definitely the most surprising team so far. And, you know, it, it's it's great seeing Seattle in last place. I, I, I just have to say it because everyone thought, oh, Seattle, 90 points, make the playoffs. No, 23 points to 30 games. They're <laughs> shit. Yes. If we were all right on the Hurricanes being good, we are all right on Seattle being bad. And uh, that's exactly what we want to see going forward. Uh, Riding pretty heavy on them, missing the playoffs, under their point total and all that stuff. Um, they've been a good team to, to back here and there, right? Uh, after all, the nerds stopped betting them, and uh, we can get them at better prices. Because um, once they get good goaltending, I think that they are a decent team. Not a good team, but a decent team. Um, but their goaltending has just been blood awful. Um, yeah, for Vancouver, yeah. I think the Bruce thing will wane. I don't see that that being a, a consistent thing, you know, he's going to get the guy scoring Besser Pedersen. They're, they're finally putting them in the net playing better. Uh, but of course that'll wane. Um, yeah. Uh, Edmonton. I like them to, uh, hmm. actually, I don't know what to think about Edmonton. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we called them being, uh, Bit of a fraud earlier on, like with their 50% power play percentage, that was always going to fall off, and their scoring going to fall off, and that's happened. Um, and the goaltending falling off as well. So uh, right now they're they're sitting where we thought they were going to sit. Uh, Calgary too, like they got to fall off a bit because Markstrom's been out of this world. He can't keep up that pace all season long, I don't think. But Anaheim's the real deal. That that's the biggest surprise. Is like Troy Terry, like nobody saw this guy coming. Uh, he's been a pretty average player the last few years, but this year he's just taken off. We got Trevor Zegers coming in. He's been awesome. Jamie Drysdale in the back end. These rookies are doing it all just like they are for Detroit. And yeah, of course, like I said before, Vegas, I think is the best bet at plus money to win the division because I do not think any of these other teams are elite. Vegas is the only elite team in the division, and that's why they are the cup favorite. So it mystifies me why they are only plus 110 to win the division when they're by far the biggest favorite to win this division you know what fuck it there's there's some value here in the ducks at plus 1200 to win the division 
if they they can keep this up, if if Zegers and and Milano and Troy Terry are the real deal, Drysdale, Getzlaff, Getzlaff still has it. You know what? They and Vegas has some more injuries. The, the Ducks at plus twelve hundred. I think that they have a better chance than that. I, uh, there's some good points there, fellas. One one little story that we haven't really touched on here is. Once the Vegas Golden Knights inevitably drop off and don't make the playoffs and Anaheim sitting in that number one seed, there's potential for a Battle of Alberta first round playoff series here. Could you imagine if the Flames and Oilers both finished second and third in the division and we got to see that as a first round matchup? We could get that. We can get Toronto Boston in the first round. Just get all the rivalries right out of the way. That, 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 yeah. That'd be amazing. Except Shoot fuck it. and Canada won't let anyone see the games. So they'll be <laughs> empty stands. <laughs> yeah no fun fun police too sick a series we've had in a while no one's allowed to go uh go fuck ourselves <laughs> yeah so as far as the pacific goes i think ryan hit the hammer on the head here uh, as far as best bang for your buck goes anaheim to uh, win the division i'm loving 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 that play also a little sneaker happening. i know right but if you could Obviously. find it though if you can find it maybe la to potentially make playoffs it's probably a long shot i you know it's let's face it it's a gamble it most likely isn't going to happen but if this team picks up at the right time of year and you see some other teams drop off even if they sneak into a wild card spot i don't uh i don't hate the kings this year gentlemen you got plus 270 on the kings to make the playoffs you bet on that mm, i thought it was gonna be better than that yeah it's a, they, once they drop off a bit more, maybe once they have a, go to, go on a losing streak and, and then hit them. Yeah, true, good point. But hey, you know what? I think going into the season, we all kind of thought the Pacific was going to be a bit of a crapshoot, and they're not that much fun to watch. But uh, truth be told, that we've been uh, we've been pleasantly surprised here. Yeah, I guess now is a better time to ask, like, which in the West, how many teams in the Pacific are going to make it? How many teams in the Central? Oh. I want to say four and four. I, I, yeah, I can definitely see four and four too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to agree. One more thing on the Kings too, like they're they're pacing to uh, beat their point total, so I I like that. I bet that pretty heavy at the beginning of the year. So as long as they keep the current pace, they'll beat the point total. <laughs> Even if they don't make the playoffs, that's fine with me. Um, yeah, I, I, if anything, I would see five of the Central, three of the Pacific. I think the Pacific teams are more likely to fall off given. Uh, the advantage or the lead that Nashville and St. Louis have. They have a few more points on Calgary, Edmonton, L.A. So I would say, if anything, 5-3 for Central, but more likely 4-4. Four four. All right, now we didn't touch on uh, the Eastern Conference there. What do you guys think as far as uh, team numbers per division? Um, Probably 4-4 four four with Tampa, Toronto, Florida, Boston, Carolina, Washington, Rangers, Pittsburgh. I feel like that, that, that's kind of like... Looking at the Eastern Conference playoff picture right now, I could see it finishing close to that, how it is. Yeah, 4-4 four and four looks likely again here. Um, it's just tough because you think that Boston's going to get in. Philly, you don't know what their new situation going on. Um, and the Islanders, you never know. They can go on a run, too. Uh, you know, we thought that the Metro is going to be the toughest in the league, but... It's not really panning out that way with Philly and the Islanders struggling. Let's see here. Yeah, I would say let's give it a yeah, because Detroit's going to fall off. I think Boston's going to finish ahead of them, and I think the Columbus is going to fall off. So four and four for me as well. 
Yeah, I agree with everything you just said. Detroit, uh, there's no way that they end up finishing ahead in the Bruins. Bruins are three points back, and they got five games in hand. Yeah. Um, and it kills me to say it. Not really. I don't really fucking care about the Blue Jackets. I do for the sake of the show. From a playoff point of view, don't really give a shit. So, yeah, I'm saying four and four here. Probably Lightning, Leafs, Panthers, Bruins, and then Hurricanes, Capitals, Rangers, Penguins for sure. So four and four probably sounds about right for the Eastern Conference. Did did we nail the Devils being awful? I feel like that's something we talked about, or at least I talked about, like preseason. Yeah, they're, they're not good. They're not a good hockey team. I feel no, like they I, haven't I mean even that had way, COVID. but I don't think I bet it. They they did at the beginning of the year. <laughs> yeah, when nobody else had, I was like, yeah, they were they were hit before everyone else. Bigger <laughs> <laughs> shit. How how when, when Jack take... Hughes got injured too, they they just yeah, fell apart. Yeah, and they came yeah. back. They they stayed bad. What's it going to take for the Devils to be relevant again? Like, how do they do that? What do they need? Goaltending, maybe? Were they ever relevant? I mean, like, even when they won the Cups, they weren't like, oh, everyone loves the Devils. It's just like, okay, there's their parade was in a parking lot. Like, they're not relevant. They're not a relevant team <laughs> at all. It's a Martin boring track game. And I'm speaking yeah. as someone from New Jersey. Fuck the Devils. <laughs> all right. Since when did sports betting become so rigid? Sports betting is meant to be social. When I picture betting, I picture bootleggers with mustaches tossing bets around in a speakeasy. SoBet is taking the social lineage of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform. SoBet is changing the game with their new product. Head over to SoBet.io and create an account to see for yourself. Through their fully functioning and free web application, you can access a demo of their app, which will launch next fall. The app includes consensus lines from Vegas, a feed of what other people are betting on, and the ability to send friendly wagers to anyone you know via text, QR codes, and links, among other methods. No money is transacted on the app, and it is purely competitive. Next time you're with your friends watching sports, turn the dial up a notch. Go to SoBet.io and see who can hit the most ridiculous bets. Users have the ability to place bets off Vegas odds or generate a bet by changing any metric they want, as long as somebody is on the other side to accept. Let's get back to the roots of betting with SoBet. Go to SoBet.io, that's SoBet.io today, to join the revolution. The SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app. And don't forget, make sure you head over to prizepicks.com and get signed up today to get that 100% deposit bonus using promo code SGP. Well, gentlemen, that uh, that worked out pretty well. I think uh, I think we got one more fun segment here for you, boys. Jolie, why don't you explain what we got going on here? We're going to do a Stanley Cup draft where we all pick a team like uh, that we think is going to win the Cup. Like every 32 team, all teams are available. Um, we're going to go in a snake draft order like you would a fantasy draft, and you just pick a team that hasn't been picked before, and and if that team wins the cup, then you win the pool. I think we're each going to send each other, what, 100 bucks, whatever it is. We'll figure that out. Uh, so it, it's pretty simple. Um, <laughs> I have no idea who's going to go first. If we want to do it alphabetically or randomize want, it somehow. You want to do Joel. A, ran, a random draw? I, I got a random thing up right now because I wasn't sure how we're going to do it. Yeah, you do it then. All right, I'm putting our names in now. I'm going to shuffle the names. Here we go. Oh, I'm first, Talon second, and Joel is third. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, that, that's the order. Alrighty. A lot of pressure here, first pick. I know, I know. What are you thinking? Can we get a drum roll or what? Uh, uh, the fucking avalanche. Give me, I'm ah, sorry, Joel. First pick. I knew it. Have to take him. <laughs> All right. Boys, do I even got to announce this pick? Oh, of course. Taking the jackets already? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the pesky Sens, what are they paying off right now? The Sens oh, at uh, plus 200 or 251 to 1. No, fuck that. I'm on the Toronto Maple Leafs to win the goddamn cup. We're going to beat the Bruins in the first round. We're going to, you know what, you know what it is? You got to fucking slay the dragon to get the princess, buddy. And we're going to slay that fucking dragon in the first round. Once we beat the Bruins, it's just going to be smooth sailing through calm waters. Doesn't matter if we get to Colorado in the fucking finals. We'll beat them 7-1 again. Doesn't fucking matter. Toronto Maple Leafs, that's my first pick. This was completely accidental, but I, I had written down like all the teams, like the top teams I was looking at, and the Leafs weren't even on there. It's completely accidental, <laughs> so I, I, I had to add them in there. We're doing uh, six rounds here, just so the listeners know. Uh, mm-hmm. So 18 teams, so we're not picking all 32. <laughs> we're not picking the Arizona Coyotes to win the Cup. Uh, so for myself, I'm going to go with uh, Carolina Hurricanes, number three. I think that they are uh, well-rounded. we got Freddie Anderson in that. He's good. Apparently, and uh, Rod Brindamore might be the best coach in the league right now, uh, or one of them anyway. So I'm going to take the Carolina Hurricanes, and then I'm going to go with the Vegas Golden Knights. They're the they're the favorite at a lot of books right now, so might as well take my number four. Uh, we got Jack Eichel coming in, so I'm, maybe he can come in for the team and uh, give him that extra boost to finally get that that first line center that they've been missing so badly. So it's cool. It's time to make some history in the modern era, folks. For my second round pick, I'm going for the three-peat. Give me the fucking Tampa Bay Lightning here. They're, if the Leafs don't win it, Tampa Bay is going to win it for a third year in a row. It's unheard of. It's unprecedented in this modern era. But I like it. Vasilevsky being a stud. Kucherov coming back. Point's going to be a beauty when he's healthy. Victor Hedman's an absolute stud. Tampa Bay is my second pick. I get two now here. I feel like my my first pick is is fairly obvious. It's the uh, the hockey gambling podcast, Florida Panthers. I think I already have a bet on them from the preseason for them to win the cup. So if they win, it, I'll just get some more money from you guys. That that all uh, that'll be nice. You got Bobrovsky and Net figuring it out down there. You got Barkov. You got all those guys. Great great squad down there. I, I love the Panthers here with my with my second pick. I think it's kind of tough here. There's there's a there's a few teams. In this range where I'm looking at, let's get wild here. It could be Minnesota. <laughs> Cam Talbot's going to get it done. Okay, okay, okay. Looking down the list. Oh, I know who I want to. You know, you know that fucking Star Wars movie when Kylo Ren's like, I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. I know what Ooh. I have to do here, boys, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. But I'm going to do it anyways. Because there's going to be a certain Finnish goalie that's going to come back and give this team the boost it needs. Give me the fucking Bruins. Give me the Bruins. I'm on the Bruins. I got three teams from the fucking Atlantic in my (laughs) first three picks. I don't give a shit. Either way, I'm on Boston. Uh, Stole it right from under my nose. Uh, Now I got a scramble here. I'm going to go with the Rangers. Another team at the Metro. 
they got some young guys coming in. A lot of veteran leadership too, and great goaltending. You know, Shostakin once he gets healthy again, that'll be awesome. I mean, the Rangers, and then um, fuck. Hmm. I'm gonna go with the Coyotes. Uh huh. Um, give me the Pittsburgh Penguins. You know, sit the kid. I uh, can't fade that guy forever. Uh, once they get in the playoffs, they're always dangerous. So, yeah, give me the Penguins here. Oh, fuck him up again, eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good because I was worried someone was going to take my next pick. For my fourth pick, Russian machine never breaks, boys. Russian machine never breaks. Is there anybody more fired up? And he's going to have a grudge if he doesn't get to go to the fucking Olympics. Alexander Ovechkin not going to the Olympics. Always coming for blood the rest of this year. Washington Capitals, let's go. We got a lot of East Coast buys here so far. We had, we had all four of the Atlantic contenders picked in the first eight picks. We have, what, four Metropolitan teams picked in the first 11 picks. Um... We're going out west here. I got, I got two picks. Um, Connor McDavid can't bet against him. I'll I'll take take the Oilers here with, with my first one, and then I'll I'll, I'll stay right there. Ah, fuck. <laughs> Between two teams, it's uh, give me the Flames. Give me both both right there, Alberta. I'll take both of them. All right. What is this? My fifth pick. So we got two more. Quack, 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 give me the fucking ducks. We're going with Anaheim. They've been good to us this year. I couldn't bring myself to root against them. I need a team out in the West. Give me the fucking ducks. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, two Western teams myself here now. Uh, Unless I'm missing somebody. I think the Islanders are too big of a risk at this point. I'm going to take the Stars and the Jets because I think both teams play the right way. They're both good playoff teams, so I think that at least one of them is going to get in the playoffs. And like I said before, once they get in the playoffs, nobody wants to play them. So those will be my final picks, the Stars and the Jets. Bucket's getting slim here, eh? Last pick, yeah. (laughs) Well, I know I shit all over him. Oh, I don't even know if I want to make this. This is hard. Holy fuck. Can I trade this for considerations for next year or what? <laughs> <laughs> um, nah. No, no, no. Fuck it. You know what? They're red hot. They're the hottest team in the league right now. They're not going to make the playoffs probably. But I'm taking the Predators. Give me Nashville. I'll ride UC Soros. Let's go. Nothing wrong with an old Finnish goalie to, uh, to get your hopes up, right? Yeah, get your hopes up, Talon. You, you can do that. That's fine. <laughs> I got the last pick here of the six six rounds. This this was a team I, I was gonna I was thinking about taking this out of the flames. Um I don't know, don't know why you guys didn't. Uh give me the St. Louis Blues. They've done it before. If Jordan Bennington can uh put some rage towards stopping pucks, maybe they can do it again. Yeah, that's a good pick there. Uh, all right, gentlemen. Well, not bad here, boys. We uh, it's it's been a it's been a disappointing couple of weeks with everything going on around the uh, the hockey world here. Keep in mind, folks. We do hope everybody does stay healthy. All that jazz, you know. Uh, we like to have a lot of fun here and shit, and we want to make sure everybody stays safe. That includes players. So, 
Obviously, maybe it is for the best that they're not playing, but it still fucking sucks. We're here to have some fun. I think we had a we had a decent show, all things considered, today, boys. Yeah, this was a good one. Do we want to uh, run through who our six teams are? I've I've been running down. If you guys if you guys don't. Yeah, I already yeah, I forgot. <laughs> all right, uh, I'll start with myself. I have Colorado, Florida, Minnesota, Edmonton, Calgary, and St. Louis. Talon has his Maple Leafs, the Lightning, Boston, Washington, Anaheim, and Nashville. Joel has Carolina, Vegas, the Rangers, Pittsburgh, Dallas, and Winnipeg. So there's the 18 teams, and if one of the other 14 teams win, we all lose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if one of the other 14 teams win, maybe we'll uh, we'll pick one lucky person from the Slack group and we'll give them fucking 50 bucks each or something. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. When the yeah. Flyers win the win the cup, we'll uh, we'll we'll donate some to the, to the Slack group. <laughs> we'll figure something out there. <laughs> donate the money to the poor suckers having to go to China to play for the NHL. <laughs> <laughs> to the one player that inevitably gets COVID and has to fucking quarantine in a Chinese hotel room. <laughs> yeah. five weeks. We'll buy them a bunch of beer and fucking FedEx it over or some shit. Who knows? All right, gentlemen. With anything else you guys want to add here? It's been a it's been a fun show. That's for sure. Yeah, it's been good. We haven't didn't have any games to talk about. We didn't really know how much we would talk about what we were talking about coming into it. But I feel like we had a good show, good, uh, good some good betting information, some good conversation, and just all around. It's just a hopefully you guys and the listeners enjoyed it as well. Yeah, it's a shame that we couldn't get picks because I'm in the league uh, since we started keeping count of our locks. <laughs> but I'll be sure to remind you guys next episode. <laughs> Well, uh, depending on how things are going here and how long the shutdown lasts, maybe uh, maybe we'll have to start touching on some KHL games on this podcast, boys, because in Russia, COVID doesn't exist, and they're going full fucking force. We got seven games on Thursday. There's another five games on Friday. I'm trying to take a look right now, but my phone's being a piece of shit and won't load anything. I want to see if I can dish out at least one Friday pick. So give me one second here. Somebody kill some time. You know, give out some KHL picks here. And, and you know what? Even if there is no NHL games, we, we have World Junior games to talk about. They're coming up. I feel like those odds are kind of usually all over the place. Opening games on Sunday, um, you got Canada minus three and a half against Czech Republic. You got USA minus three and a half against Slovakia. Over under seven and a half in those games. Those games get some get some crazy scores. So maybe maybe take the over there, over in a few of those games. Okay. We got this show will probably be coming out, you know, probably this morning. So as far as KHO goes, I'll give you there's one game on Friday. We have the Kunlun Red Star. That's the China team playing against Dynamo Minsk. Uh, I'm going for a sleeper pick here. The under is paying off plus 105. The number is set at 5.5. If Kunlun doesn't put any points on the board or maybe only gets away with one or two goals i'm really liking the under here at 5.5 of positive money so if anybody's listening i'm gonna be riding that under 5.5 kunlan red star uh dynamo minsk you'll know after the first period i'll tell you right now but uh I, i'm liking that play as far as khl goes boys and uh stay tuned to the slack group there's a big slate on saturday maybe i'll throw a couple picks in there yeah i just threw together a uh, world juniors 60 minute line finland Canada and USA, all to win in regulation, is minus 196. They're all minus 1,000 or bigger favorites. So unless one of the teams against them forces overtime or something, I feel like that's a that could be a safe a safe little play for someday. 
I'm just betting uh, fucking Syria. <laughs> Italian <laughs> soccer. Right. I don't know anything about what you guys are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, everybody, uh, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Like we said earlier on the show, uh, that's the place to be if you're looking to win some sweet money. Uh, looking at basketball, college basketball, a couple big uh, college football games coming up throughout the season. That's what I'll be doing this next week for sure. Can't fucking wait. You'll find me on the couch with beers in hands and football on the TV, uh, NFL as well. And as always, shout out to all of our pals in the Slack group. Guys, if you're listening to this and you're not in the Slack channel, join the fucking Slack channel. That's the most fun. We have a blast in there. Everybody in there is a bunch of beauties. Shout out to all of our pals in the Slack group. Yeah, the Slack group's great. SG.pn slash Slack is just a quick link to get there. Even with hockey pause, you know, the content does not stop. The, the chatter does not stop. The winning bets does not stop. We're all DGENs here, especially if you're still listening to this. So we'd love it if you could uh, give us a five-star rating and review. If you search for the Hockey Gambling Podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast, if that's on Apple, you can go to SG.pn slash hockey. Or Spotify now has review, reviews as well. You can go to yeah. sg.pn slash hockey. Yeah. So go, go ahead there. If you're still listening, we know you love us. Let everyone else know you love us too. All right, guys. We'll, uh, we'll have to figure something out for the World Juniors here. Eh? Maybe uh, maybe if Canada wins, Ryan's going to have to buy a Team Canada shirt or something and uh, take a nice little picture in Philadelphia or something there. We'll, uh, we'll give him the money or something. Who knows? Yeah, we got Flyers prospect Elliot uh, Danoye is on, on the team there, so I'll, I'll gladly rock that. <laughs> That's fair. All right, guys. My name's Talon Jenkins. You can find me at Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Meyer, and you can hear me saying goodbye in Russian. Do svidaniya. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Best one yet. <laughs> Peace.